Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, think you know the speed of sound? Think again. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So, unfortunately, uh, I have already uh, put up in the Daily Bolt podcast group that I wasn't able to keep up with... uh, doing daily podcasts this week. Uh, Sometimes life gets in the way, and that is what has happened this past week. So I apologize for that, but we have a new episode tonight, and it's kind of an interesting one. Um, It basically deals with a recent study that has uh, been put out by a group uh, based in Europe, uh, specifically France, uh, that has looked at the speed of sound. And that's kind of an interesting topic to pick up, given that I use a lightning bolt and the sound of thunder as kind of the trademarks of this particular podcast. And you've all heard the adages about counting how many seconds uh, between the lightning bolt and the thunder to see how far away uh, the lightning actually struck. Um, Those adages still apply, but uh, what most people know about sound is simply about that, that it travels through air, and that it travels through air at a specific speed. And as a matter of fact, air travels about 343 meters per second, uh, which is about... uh, 343 meters, about three feet in a meter, that's about a thousand feet per second. And that's where the old adage comes uh, back and you count the number of seconds uh, between the lightning flash and the thunder and that tells you how far away the lightning actually is in thousands of feet. Uh, And so that's been something that's known relatively uh, a long period of time in terms of physics and atmospheric physics. There is a temperature dependence on the speed of sound. There is also a pressure dependence on the speed of sound. And ultimately, the key about how sound travels or propagates is the fact that it depends upon molecular motions. Uh, to carry the sound wave itself. And it's those molecular motions and the interaction with them that allow for sound to travel at different speeds in different substances or media. Uh, Anyone who's been underwater does not hear sound the same way that they do when they are above water in the air. And most people think that sound actually travels slower in water because it's distorted, and it's actually not correct. Sound actually travels faster in water, uh, and that's because the material is more tightly packed and it can actually travel more efficiently. And there have been many, many studies uh, measuring the speed of sound in many, many materials, but there's never been what we would call a theoretical limit until now with this group uh, based in France. They have uh, looked at the problem of sound propagation more from fundamental principles, and specifically from fundamental physical constants. And fundamental physical constants are quantities that we have measured over and over again, and either uh, based on theory or based on observations, we have determined that these values are effectively always the same for all materials, for all uh, possible combinations. In particular, 
the two physical constants that are involved here involve one that's a ratio of the mass of a proton in an atom to the mass of an electron. Uh, that is a well-known fundamental physical constant. Uh, that is a specific value. Another is the speed of light, which we also know, uh, about 300,000 kilometers per second. The other fundamental constant that comes into play through this theoretical analysis, which I am not going to go into in any detail, is what's called Sommerfeld's constant, or also known in physics as the fine structure constant. And this constant is a fundamental constant that characterizes the strength of electromagnetic interactions between charged particles. It's related to uh, an elementary charge and, an, and the electromagnetic field that any uh, material uh, generates by the uh, uh, fact that it has electrons. There's a lot more that goes into Sommerfeld's constant. It's involved in many aspects of what we call quantum theory, and much of that is way beyond what I intend to talk about in terms of this particular podcast. But what uh, has happened by just doing a, an analysis from first principles from these constants and in how they behave is that they find that there is a theoretical upper limit to the speed of sound. And it is considerably faster than the speed of sound in air or the speed of sound in water. As I mentioned before, the speed of sound in air is about 343 meters or close to 1,000 feet per second. In water, it is about four times that. It is about 1.48 kilometers per second, so it is faster. What uh, the, this group has found for this theoretical uh, upper limit of the speed of sound is that it is about 36 kilometers per second. So that's another whole order of magnitude plus uh, faster than the speed of sound in water. And so uh, this is something that it has, we have never met, measured a substance uh, where the speed of sound is faster than this, perhaps one exists. Uh, there are uh, some scientists that have looked at this study and say that it is possible that hydrogen, uh, which is normally a gas that is put under enough pressure to turn into a solid metal, might have a speed of sound that goes faster than that. But no one's been ever able to convince, convincingly create that solid metal form of hydrogen, at least not yet. So uh, it will be some time before we know whether this 36 kilometer per second theoretical limit for the speed of sound is really the uh, ultimate limit. If it is not, then uh, as is often the case in science and physics and any type of scientific field, uh, including, including climate science, even though there are many people who seem to think that everything is settled with that, it is not necessarily true. All we need is to find an example that the theory doesn't fit, that it doesn't describe, and then we have to uh, re-examine the principles that went into that theory and make revisions. And that may happen again with this speed of sound uh, theoretical upper limit. But for now, just know that if you think sound travels fast in air, 
it can go roughly about a hundred times faster in some substance uh, that is extremely dense that is extremely uh, well structured so that the sound waves can be carried at their maximum efficiency that's just something to think about uh, but for now that's this edition of the daily bolt hope you've enjoyed it i hope you have a good night good morning good afternoon and stay safe